Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. Thanks again for joining us. Um, great to be here with you guys uh, today. I'm going to talk about one of the pitfalls that I believe the devil um, tries to bring into the life of the believer. There's a scripture I was reading in Ecclesiastes yesterday. Um, there's a scripture that I found that really stood out to me, and it says Ecclesiastes seven verse ten. And it says, Say not, why were the former days better than these? For it is not from wisdom that you ask this. Why were the former days better than these? You know, one of the things that happened in my life, um, looking back over the years, is there was a time when I was in Bible school uh, where uh, my relationship with the Lord, and specifically my my uh, closeness and my intimacy with the Holy Ghost, really um, started to explode. And I was uh, the communion, the day-to-day like uh, walk with God was getting to be the most joyful it had ever been. It was like, these are the best days of my life. I was living, um, living the dream, if it were, you know, just, just in the best place I'd ever been. And then before I looked, um, I don't know what happened, but I look and I, I was like at a place where I wasn't as close to the Lord as I was. And man, it kind of sent me in this place of spiraling out into a place of why why am I not where I was? And there's there's uh, there's a good thing to look and like in sales we do it. Hey, I had a really great week, and now this week's not as great. What am I doing differently? And there's a good thing to like examine and just see. Hey, practically, I'm not you know inputting the right things into my mind and different things. But um, there's a lot of people that get get stuck in that place, and I, and. Really, I was stuck there for years of like, I'm trying to get back to where I was with the Lord, trying to get back, trying to get back. And you feel like you're fighting from behind. And I I truly believe that um, it's a trap the devil sets up for people to keep them living in condemnation, to keep them living in the past, to keep them not fulfilling and not uh, fulfilling the call of God for life and not moving forward. So if you're listening to this, and you say, man, there was a time when I was more on fire for God. And now I feel like I'm try- just trying to get back to that place or even get back to a certain feeling. Man, I used to be able to get into the presence of God easier and I'm not like I was. Um, so I want to talk about a couple things that are going to help you here. But the first thing is understanding uh, who you are now. You know, the Bible um, uh, talks about today a lot. There's a scripture in Romans 8.1 that says, There is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. And that's such a huge thing for us to understand that if you've asked God to forgive you, if there was, let's just say you're on fire for the Lord and you backslid and you're like trying to get back, the first thing that you need to understand is that you are forgiven, that God doesn't hold this against you. He's not disappointed um, in you. That when you say, Father, I ask you to forgive me, wash me in the blood of Jesus, cleanse me from all unrighteousness, that he does that. And he restores you to fellowship. It The only thing that's different from that moment and then where you were before is the way you feel about it or what, what the devil can try to convince you of. And so people stay in this place of like, man, you, you're not where you, um, not where you should be. And so people play and they fight from behind, always looking to get back. But I truly believe you'll never get back if you're trying to get back. Because the truth is, you shouldn't be looking to get back to where you were. You should be looking to move forward. You should be looking to get ahead, to just get with God and move forward. So first thing is understanding that you are forgiven. The next thing is having your eyes set on God's call for your life. You know, there's uh, a scripture in Philippians 3 that I really like, and it's um, 
the Apostle Paul, but um, very, very well-known uh, verse of Scripture, verse 7, and I'm going to read down through probably 13. It says, But whatever gain I had, I counted as loss for the sake of Christ. Indeed, I count everything as loss because of the surprising worth of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord. For his sake, I have suffered the loss of all things and count them as rubbish in order that I may gain Christ and be found in him, not having a righteousness of my own that comes from the law, but that which comes through faith in Christ, the righteousness from God that depends on faith, that I may know him in the power of his resurrection and may share his sufferings, becoming like him in his death, that by any means possible, I may attain the resurrection from the dead. Verse 12, not that I have already obtained this or am already perfect, but I press on to make it my own because Christ Jesus has made me his own. Uh, Verse 13, brothers, I do not consider that I've made it my own, but this one thing I do, say that with me, say one thing, this one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and pressing forward to what lies ahead. I press on toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Let those of us who are mature think this way. And if anything, and if in anything you think otherwise, God will reveal that also to you. So many people get caught looking back at what was, and you can't move forward when you're looking backwards, but you can move forward when you're forgetting what's behind you. Yes, I may not be where I was. Yes, I may feel like I'm not walking in the intimacy uh, that I used to have. Yes, I may feel like I don't hear his voice like I should. Yes, I may feel like I wasted a lot of time. How about that one? Yes, I feel like this. Yes, I feel like that. But God actually gives us the opportunity to redeem the time where God, when we look forward and just say, God, today's today. It's October, whatever it is, 2019. Uh, My heart loves you. I love you. I'm coming after you. I'm forgetting those things that lie behind and I'm pressing on. I'm just going after my relationship with you. I'm not going to let any man, um, uh, uh, I'm not going to look at my past and judge myself where I was and where I am. If if I've repented, then I'm in a place where I'm restored. Whether I feel like it or not, I'm restored to fellowship with the Father. That's the beautiful thing about salvation. Yes, there's growth in God and you grow up in God, but God has the ability to just to restore you back to fellowship with Him, restore you back to intimacy with Him. So as long as you've repented, and then you're changing the things that got you to, to, to backslide. You can't go on living. People ask me, man, uh, I, need to, I need to get stronger spiritually. What do I do? I say, man, there's a couple things. Like you need to be in the word of God. Like, like in Revelation, it said, return and do the first works, right? There's things that you do in your relationship with the Lord. When you love Jesus, man, I love Jesus, so I spend time in the word. I love Jesus, so I spend time in worship. I love Jesus, so I'm committed to my church and committed to um, uh, fellowship with, with, with people, with Christians, right? So there's things that I do. So return and do those things. But as far as the mistakes you've made, learn, uh, get good at forgetting what lies behind. Yes, I've made mistakes. And so for some people, it's the same mistakes over and over and over again. And so what the devil plays on is just, oh, you keep falling into the same thing. You're never going to come out of it. But that's the power of the gospel that I don't care if you've been in something for five years, five minutes, or five decades. The power of the gospel is that you're willing, if you're willing to surrender, God can and will deliver you. There's 
There's no asterisks in the Bible where the Lord says that he can bring you out. His, is my hand shortened? Is my right hand shortened that it cannot save? There's no asterisks to say, hey, you've gone too far and done too much. That's even why Paul said, I'm the chiefest of all sinners. God poured his grace on me, out on me as basically a way that you can know that it doesn't matter how far you've gone, God can deliver you and bring you out. So for those of you listening, those of you who say, man, I, f- I feel like I'm working from behind. I feel like I'm looking backwards to try to move forwards. Forget those things that lie behind and press on. Press on to what? Press on to Jesus. This whole thing is about Jesus. Christianity is not about anything else but Jesus. It's that we've seen him, we've come to know eternal life, and then we say, man, when I see him, I want him to be pleased. Every action that I make on planet earth is that I want God to be pleased with me. I, I make decisions from well done, good and faithful servant. I want I don't want him to say, hey, there was so much more that you missed. I don't want him to have to wipe away tears from my eyes because there was so much more that I could have done for his kingdom that I didn't. Lord, today I decide I'm moving forward. I'm not looking back at the past and making decisions from the past. I'm looking at the word and I'm saying, Jesus, my life is all about you. I'm getting hungry for you again. I'm getting thirsty for you again. I'm going to develop my relationship with you again. I'm coming after you. I'm moving forward. I'm advancing. I'm growing in you. I'm forgetting those things that lie behind and I'm pressing forward. And then the next thing, and maybe the, and the last thing we'll talk about on this, is, is really beginning to develop gratefulness to God. Begin to praise Him for what is done. Many people can feel stagnant in their life, and it's that, hey, maybe the doors that I want open are not opening for me. Or, hey, I feel like I was accomplishing more for the kingdom of God before than I am now. I feel stagnant. And one of the main ways, if not the main way to deal with stagnancy is with praise, is to begin to put your eyes on what God has done. Man, God, thank you for saving me. Thank you for sustaining me. Thank you for bringing me to this place, Lord, that I'm not where I was. I used to be addicted and I'm not anymore. I used to be stuck and I'm not anymore. I used to not see the light. I used to be out in the world living in sin and I'm not anymore. I have a relationship with you. Lord, thank you that you saved me, that that, that my name name is written in the Lamb's book of life. Thank you that I'm washed in the blood, that when you see me, you see the blood of Jesus. You don't see my sin. Thank you, Lord, that I'm in right standing with you. Lord, thank you that I have peace with you. There's no greater thing. I'd rather have peace with God than $400 million in the bank. Peace with God is better, feels better, uh, is worth more, is is a greater investment, is a greater outcome than the other. Lord, thank you. And begin to just get grateful to God. Because when you get grateful to God, first of all, it just improves your mood. Zig Ziglar said gratefulness is the healthiest of all emotions because you're looking at what you have, not what you don't have. There's there's a, hey, when you look at what you don't have, that can actually be a motivator to get more things done. Man, there's no food in this house. I better go work. That can actually be a motivator. But but if you're continually, when you start to get prospered, you start to do well, if you're still looking at like, oh, I've got so much room to improve, it can leave you at a place of feeling like, feeling like, just not great, leave you at a place where you're feeling empty almost because you're like, man, I've, there's, you're focusing on your weakness rather than your strengths almost. But when you look and say, God, look what you've done for me. Lord, I just want to praise you. And you 
activate, you open your mouth and begin to just praise God with your whole heart, you'll see that situation turn around. Praise is an invitation for God to get involved in your situation. Lord, I praise you. Just let yourself go in praise. Father, I worship you. Lord, I honor you. Lord, you're so worthy. There's no one like you, not in all the heavens and all the earth. Lord, I bless your name. I bless your name. Lord, I glorify you. For many people out there, you feel you felt trapped in your relationship with God, but it's because you're trying to move forward by looking back. Stop looking back. Look ahead. Now, forgetting those things that lie behind, I press toward. There is therefore now, as of this moment, no condemnation. Move ahead, young man. Move ahead, young woman. Move ahead in the things of God. God's got a great plan for you, and he wants you to get out of the rut of of staring at where you were, trying to get back to where you were, and just move ahead. There comes a moment where you have to say, man, I am where I am right now. Today's today, and this is where I am, but all I know is I love God. I want to serve Him. I want to have the joy of my salvation back. Lord, thank you for what you've done. Thank you that I'm not who I was. And you begin to just let yourself get grateful for who God is and what He's done for you, and you'll see that thing break. I love you. I want to see you successful in the things of God, moving ahead, accomplishing what God has for your life. We love you from Chris and I. We will see you soon.